Loading with Enough Podcast, Episode 20. Welcome to What the F, the podcast that asks the most important question. Which is, what the F? I am Tamara. And I'm Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. Uh, This is a different night we're recording. What is this, Wednesday? It is Wednesday. We normally record on a Thursday. It's not that much different. We have a dog in the house tonight. And she is so cute. She's so cute. I think I need a studio dog. Yeah. I think you should too because I just think dogs just bring happiness. I love, I love dogs. And uh, this is Todd's dog, uh, Nessa. And um, she's adorable. She's very sweet. Very sweet. Very good dog. And as you'll notice, she's quiet. Yeah. She's going to be quiet the whole time. Yeah. So awesome. Yep. And um, so this is a mini sode. (laughs) <laughs> just like our cannibal mini-sode. <laughs> yeah, this is the n- new thing. I like I like doing the stories together and mm-hmm. it kind of takes off homework a little bit for me while I'm busy. It's kind of like a, your shared, <laughs> weird shared responsibility, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I can handle that. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be telling one story and we'll be telling it together mm-hmm. and... It's going to be fun. It'll be fun. It's a crazy ride. Yes. And so uh, we're going to talk about first our... What the F of the week? What the F of the week. Um, Also, just want to mention then, um, in case any new listeners are here, that Mm -hmm. we are a true crime podcast. Mm -hmm. And we also, we talk about pop culture. We talk about viral stories. What... Um, what what things will make you say what the F? Yeah, I mean, we just, just like, pretty much like what the F stuff. But mm-hmm. we always have like a true crime story mm-hmm. that we talk about. But first, we talk about what the F of the week. Yep. And that's what we're getting into now. now. Yes. And so uh, just a couple of days ago, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. she uh, after years and years of silence on her political, where she stands politically, she finally made a statement and said that she was going to be supporting a Democratic candidate for, I believe, the House of Representatives. I believe. Mm-hmm. And something. Um, she didn't support for Tennessee. And she didn't support the woman who is currently in the seat and who is going to be running, you know, who's running right now mm-hmm. to keep her seat. And her opponent. T. Swift is supporting mm-hmm. um, uh, because of like um, LGBTQ um, <laughs> issues and mm-hmm. things like that. And the current person in the seat does not support all of that and also race issues and mm-hmm. stuff. So what has been in the headlines is that since T. Swift has made her announcement, yes, that People have been rushing and rushing to like register for uh, to vote, and you know, a lot of people for their states. The voting um, is coming to the end. It's coming to the end. The deadline, or it already has come to the sure. end, and so this is probably like the last week. Mm-hmm. For Missouri that. still has time, Does like it? a week. Okay. Um, and but I know I, think, I believe Kansas is done. Like I don't think you can vote. A lot of them are on the ninth 
I know mm-hmm. a lot of states were. So just um, – So the, a lot of people are doing like a big push to get their registration in before the time, the deadline comes. I don't think it has to do with Taylor Swift, you know? I don't think because <laughs> she made this uh, statement that it has to be – like people are like, oh, my God, I need to register because she, she said, said – Oh, she I don't said think it. So. Oh, now I can register to vote. Yeah, I think a lot of people are procrastinators and they wait until the last minute. I know I'm a procrastinator and mm-hmm. I wait till the last minute. Well, I knew I was registered <laughs> because I I mean I've been voting. You checked. But you can check. Yes. You can actually check your state and yes. see because somebody mentioned that they checked. Mm-hmm. They were registered, but right. they checked right. and they were not registered. It's always so they good to had check to re-register. Right, because how awful would that be if you go in to vote? And I'd then- be really upset. I would be so upset. <laughs> so just make sure you check in your state. Yeah. And if your state is still open uh, for registration, go then register. Go register because it's important. your vote counts. It doesn't matter what actually you're voting for. You have this right to mm-hmm. vote. And I'm not going to tell you what to vote for. Rebecca's not going to tell you what to vote for. Mm-hmm. Just vote. Correct. You know? Yes. Just, uh, you know, because it's your right. <laughs> right. Be informed about what you're voting. Exactly. So make sure then that you um, check out the candidates that are running and things. And just where they stand about what with their beliefs on what you believe. Right. Exactly. And then just vote. Be, you know. Yeah. And don't be and don't be like, well, whoever I vote for is not going to win anyway. Or you I'm know. just one vote. Exactly. But you don't know how many other votes. Also, I mean, come on now, just vote. There's no reason not to. And just vote. It doesn't even. While you have the right to do so, please do so. Yeah, do so. Don't let don't let other people dictate what's Mm going to happen. You know, so that's so that's what I have to say about that. And I, I love that Taylor Swift didn't make a a, you know her stance or whatever. But I don't think people are rushing. Because of register her. because of her. I mean, I think people are giving her way too much credit. I just don't know what the point of it all is. Like, why would, what does it benefit her for? I mean, I guess it gives her cred, street cred for it coming out. Well, or maybe, actually, that was her, maybe that was her payment for, she, like, announcing it. They payment. were like, they were like, well, if you just let us know where you stand. I mean, it's all silly. I don't know. I don't know what how any of that works. She's actually getting a lot of backlash from her like Republican. Oh, I believe that fans. too. Okay, and they're actually, I mean, a lot. Of backlash. I bet she does, and that's what she's been avoiding. Fans. You know, mm. that's why I think she hasn't said anything for so long, because I'm. I just don't even know what I never thought to wonder what people I like. I never thought to wonder what she was Republican. Well, or see, okay, I don't want it. I didn't want to know. Like, I, a lot of people do whatever their idol, you know, does does. And we're not like that. We just right. do our own thing. Sure. Okay. But there's a lot of other people who fought our followers. Sure. And they're like, oh, my God, she is this way. Then I need to be this way. And be your own way. Just be an, an individual. Not that I do, Not that I disagree with her. I don't disagree with her at all. You know, I think what um, her statement, I agree with everything in her statement, actually. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so. On our own. <laughs> on our own <laughs> but that's about cool. it yeah so whatever it is but i think i think she secretly is a lesbian just so oh okay that. Yeah. wow i would be really surprised i think she is. well i'm not really surprised i don't follow her like that but i think she is i think she has a lot of fake relationships for the public 
And I think she secretly is a lesbian. No, I will. And I hope she yeah. decides to, to um, I, Hopefully one day, I hope she does come out and feels comfortable with it. But I think because she has so many Republican fans, because she has a lot of that Southern. That is just shitty. Southern fans, you know, and You're stuff. You're right. That where they don't agree with that. I think she won't come out because That's of that. That's got to be shitty. It it does. And there hopefully there's a time where she feels okay. I know that her contract is up with her record label like in November. So maybe then. What if she came out in November? Wouldn't that be awesome? I would be. <laughs> I would buy her music more. I just. I know I don't buy any of her stuff. I mean, whatever. I do. But My whatever. kids have the stuff. Anyway. Well, of course, your kids do. That's what yeah. I mean. Like a lot of people that she announces to, they can't even vote. So. Yeah. That's okay. It's still. I don't care. She's telling people to vote. vote. I like the fact that people are registering. That's yes. all I care about. Right. Exactly. Anyway. So, anyway. so whatever, awesome, so anyway, register, awesome. register, all that, great, we got that covered. <laughs> okay, so uh, since it's a mini-sode, we don't have Rex here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be here whenever we don't do. <laughs> when we go back to Thursdays. When we go back, yeah, and we have our regular episodes, so he's off uh, doing his rock star thing, and <laughs> that's great. So... Now we have our story. Our story. And Tamara came up with a story because she's amazing. And I don't <laughs> know where you. she gets these crazy ass stories. Um, <laughs> so I am definitely going to let her take the lead on this because she had more time to research it. And um, she can I do guess. better. She can do better at that. Okay. I got some. A lot of this comes from uh, an ITV documentary. Called what does them- ITV stand for? Oh, it's a it's a station in um, England. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what it stands for. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I asked too many questions already. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's just a station. It's like an NBC, CBS. Oh, okay. You know, and okay. so this is an ITV documentary, uh, and it's called "The Murder of Sa- uh, Sadie Hartley." And if you guys want to look it up, it's actually on YouTube, and um, it's really awesome because the police go into. You get to see all the police work, mm-hmm. the behind the scenes and all that. And it's pretty cool. So I thought it was done really well. It was done really, really well. And so that's where we get the most uh, most of our uh, information. Um, also did other research and stuff into this, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, this is a classic story of boy meets girl. Boy and girl fall in love. Boy and girl move in together actually into her flat mm-hmm. but the story doesn't end in happily ever after because while boy is away on holiday boy's obsessive secret lover kills girl mm-hmm. so this is the murder of sadie hartley and this happens in lancashire england which is near manchester and the murder happened on january 14th 2016 and like we mentioned already, it's Sadie Hartley. She was a 60-year-old uh, mother. Uh, she had two children that were in their 20s. Uh, her daughter actually said that her last conversation with her mom was to tell her that she was engaged. Right. Mm, she got engaged in Hawaii. And uh, that was a couple of days before the murder. And Sadie was very, very close with her family, even her siblings, uh, she loved traveling and especially skiing. She just 
loves skiing. Her daughter actually says that she became really, really good at it. It was something that she joined when she got older as an adult mm-hmm. and became really good at it. And also Zadie was very wealthy. She lived in a flat that was half a million pounds. Oh, my. I know. It's like crazy. Wow. Right? Isn't that? I wonder how big of a space that is. I, well, in England, sometimes it's not that big. Right. I would. Ass- you know? I, I was thinking. Because you saw like on the in the documentary. Oh, OK. You know, and it's just kind of like um, like sort of like a townhome. Mm-hmm. It looks like maybe like um, like. In New York, the brownstones yep. that they have, it kind of looks like that. Okay. And that know? could have more space in it than I'm it thinking. It could. It could. Um, and Sadie was also looking forward to retiring soon because she was like in her 60s and, you know, people usually retire in their mm-hmm. 60s. And she was looking forward um, to doing a lot of traveling, especially skiing, and also to be a future grandmother, right. you know, because her daughter's getting married and probably going to have kids and Of stuff. course. Sadie was very uh, smart. She graduated from the University of Brighton, and she had a dual major in microbiology and also chemistry. So she used that um, where she worked for Johnson & Johnson for a while, and she started a medical communication company with her best friend. And so actually uh, where the documentary starts is with her best friend calling 999 to Mm -hmm. do a welfare check. Yep. On Sadie, that was her boss too, right? Um, her her co the co owner of the business, okay. Because um, they were doing a welfare check because she hadn't shown up for work, right? And nobody had heard from her, so uh, she, they called the police to see what was up. And so the police go to her home, and as soon as they open up the door, they see a pool of blood, mm-hmm. and they see Sadie lying in it, and. It comes out later that she had been stabbed over 40 times. Jesus Christ. I know. Can you believe that? Like 40 fucking times. Fucking. So you know then that this is like passion and right? anger Ma- and stuff. Yeah, rage. Right. Because that's overkill. Mm-hmm. And they also find in the collar of her shirt a barb that kind of looks like it may have come from a stun gun. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they kind of just keep – they just – keep that as evidence because they're just like maybe she was you know a stun gun and then she was someone used a stun gun on her and then stabbed her and so stun gun i know god and so nothing had been taken from her home so they knew it wasn't a robbery right and so it appears then that somebody intentionally was came there to kill her Mm -hmm. you know that was what their mission was exactly it wasn't a robbery gone wrong or anything like that so, like, when we hear these stories, who's the first person that you suspect? The husband. Of course. Exactly. Right. That's it, it. Of course. And so she didn't have a husband, but she had a long-term spouse. Right. Or partner, I should say. Long-term partner. And uh, he would have been in Switzerland for 10 days mm-hmm. during that time. So they checked that out. He was fine. And so uh, his name is Ian Johnston. Uh, he was a 31-year-old veteran of the fire department and a divorced father of two, and his children, uh, both of them were in their 20s. And so he was cleared because he, uh, for 10 days he had been on a skiing holiday in Switzerland. And so they talked with him, and he did provide some helpful information. He stated in August of the prior year, 
Sadie had been robbed and that really freaked her out, you know. Mm -hmm. And he stated also that exactly a week before she had received a flower delivery, Mm -hmm. which she uh, thought was weird because it came from somebody that she didn't know, like an anonymous know Didn't know where it came from. Right, exactly. Which is creepy. It is creepy. Um, And she said that the person that delivered it was a bald woman. And she didn't know who she was. She didn't recognize her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it freaked her out. Did that, they say a bald woman? I Yeah. I thought it was a person with a cap. Well, it was a person with a cap that okay, was bald. Okay, bald. A bald yes. person with a cap. Uh-huh. And uh, it freaked her out, but she kept the flowers. She had it like sitting there. out. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I saw pictures of it like sitting out, mm-hmm. you know. Like, so she yeah, did. of course. Why wouldn't you're not going to throw them away? Right. Yeah, I guess. They were just like daisies and stuff though they weren't like nice (laughs) super nice flowers or whatever but it's creepy it is creepy if somebody does give you flowers and you don't know who or somebody might be like oh that's nice that's i have a you know secret admirer but she has a boyfriend she has a boyfriend so i don't think she cares (laughs) that much but you know she probably thought it was something how would you feel if you got flowers that you didn't know who was i would be weirded out would you be i would be weirded out okay don't send me flowers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so then uh, Ian also told the police then that he had, had a secret affair with a woman that he met at a dry skiing establishment called the Chill Factor, which was in Manchester. The Chill Factor. The Chill Factor. The Chill Factor with an E. We're going to the Chile Factor. We're going to the Chile Factor. Chile Factory. The, ch- the Chile Factor. <laughs> 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 that was no longer romantic. That is not. No. <laughs> And so this woman, her name was Sarah Williams. So it, uh, he was having a, he's in a relationship with Sadie. Right. And then he's, he's having an affair with Sarah, right. which Sarah is, uh, Sadie is a nickname for, for Sarah. So I kind of had like issues with that. In really? This, going oh, back that's and forth creepy. With Sadie. Well, I just know my mom's name is Sarah. My dad calls her Sadie as a nickname. Never heard of that in my yes. life. Okay. Well, it is. I love it. I've never heard of it. Yes. That's and awesome. then I also had a dog named Sadie. <laughs> so it's just going back and forth. So anyway. It's too close. It is. It's just like going back and forth. But okay, we'll just make it clear for you guys. And there's several names in the story. And uh, we'll make it clear for you guys so you don't get confused. So anyway, let's talk about Miss Sarah Williams. The let's talk about it. Secret lover. Lover. The lover that we know that. She went to the chill factor. Yes. So she was 35 years old. Uh, she skied at the Chill Factor. And she was there. She went there so much that they actually offered her a job as a travel agent. Mm. And I guess they had another company within Chill Factor, which was called like Crystal Travels. Okay. And so that's what she worked for. And she just worked there as like a hobby because she was, in quotations, a kept woman. Okay. Uh, because she wasn't the only one in a relationship. She had a 75-year-old boyfriend. Okay. Right. Named David. So she was in a relationship with 75-year-old David. Yes. And she's 35? She's 35. And, and her boyfriend, or the guy that she had an affair with, was He was in his Johnston. 50s. Johnston, and he was in his 50s. And Johnston is with Sarah. With um, Sadie. Sadie. See, you're getting them mixed yeah. up now. Oops. <laughs> and so um, 
Sarah had been with David since she was 17 years old. Can you fucking... And he was in his late 50s when they started. Right. That's not a relationship. No, that's not a relationship. I mean, when you want to... If you want to be 35 and in a relationship with a 75-year-old, then do your thing. But do not be 17 with a 35-year-old. No, that's weird. I mean, 17 with someone in their late 50s. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Like, what do you want to do with someone in their teens? And he was married mm-hmm. the whole time also. And his wife says that she knew about the affair. Right. You know? Um, so she was a kept woman because he paid for, like, everything. And it was also a sexual relationship as well. Mm-hmm. He went over to her flat 5 a.m. every single morning. 5 a.m. every single in the morning. 5 a.m. every single morning because he wanted to keep the relationship, oh. you know, going. Okay. And also they would have sex. Sex. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, he paid her, uh, she had an allowance of 400 pounds a week. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not a real relation. I mean, that's, I mean, it is a, it is a, it's a, it's a sugar work. daddy. It's, it's a sugar daddy. It's a sugar daddy <laughs> okay. is what it is. That is what It's that a is. sugar daddy. Totally. Which is its own relationship. It's its own relationship. And she owned three different flats and he paid for all of those. I think that sounds interesting. It, it does sound interesting, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> nothing, it? Nothing I'm else. Like, that sounds really interesting. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. And so she, so the flats that, so she lived in one of the flats, but the other flats, she would actually get the rent from it because she was renting those out. Okay. So she would get the money and from she that. Got, okay, that's, ma- that's okay. making money. On top of the 400 pounds She is a made woman. And then on top of her working for Crystal Travels. Right. So she was like making, making money. Yeah, I like exactly. this deal. I like this deal. <laughs> Go ahead. And so they also, um, David said that they took over 12 vacations a year. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I, I would love, love 12 vacations a year. 12 vacations a year. <laughs> and you know they're going to exotic places. Oh, my God. With that kind of money. <laughs> I know. Okay, we're going off track. <laughs> Sorry. We're, like, loving her life. And she's so, a psychopath. And she's a psychopath. Okay. She's not even enjoying it. Let's get to it. Not even. And so David would sometimes become jealous of her side interest because she had several affairs. Mm -hmm. So Ian was not her first one. She had had several affairs with the ski instructors at the Chill Factor. And so David would become jealous, but he couldn't become that jealous because he was married, you know. So Ian also said that Sarah had sent a letter to Sadie, which was confessing uh, to the affair. Um, And that was months prior to the murder. And I read this letter and this letter just goes fucking on. It's rambling shit. And she's uh, basically bragging about. Sarah uh, messages Sadie. Yes. Okay. She, uh, She sends her a letter. Sure. And she's bragging about the affair. She's talking about, oh, we have sex all the time. He can't get enough of me. He's, she's saying like that he, um, Sadie bought him because she's so rich. He used to be a firefighter. They don't equal. Sure. They're not equals. And saying like that she paid for him to go on these vacations and things like that. And also he he sold his flat to move into her flat. Right. Which is bigger. Exactly. Better. And she's just saying like you bought him. 
Right. But he doesn't love you. He loves me. Right. You He's know? only with you because you paid for him. This letter is so fucking long and rambling. And I'll I'll put a link to it because it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's okay. ridiculous. She just couldn't like let it be. No. She was living a cushy life. Why couldn't she just leave it alone? Exactly. For some reason, she fell in love with this Eden. She had had right. other affairs. And she had other affairs with married men, actually. Were they paying for her? Oh, no, that was the no, other No, but guy. see, I don't think Ian yeah. was paying for her, yeah, or, no. you know, or anything yeah, like that, right. you know? I just think for some reason... She was addicted. She latched on... Yes, yeah, she got addicted to him for mm-hmm. some fucking reason. Don't know why. So, anyway, Ian claims that he ended the affair after a month. He says it was only a month long. Okay. But Sarah, she says that it continued on into his relationship with Sadie. Okay. Which I believe. And uh, there's text messages also that confirm that they were still in contact with each other. And so Ian says that he just stayed in contact with her, especially after that crazy letter, mm-hmm. just to like... Appease her. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Just, just so, like, shut up. Right. Not to rock the boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I'm going to just is, keep you calm. But these letters were like sexting. She was sending him naked yeah. pictures and stuff. He wasn't saying, hey, don't send this to me. Sure. I'm in a relationship. I'm serious about this person. He didn't block her. Right. He didn't anything like that. I think like. It was kind of accepted. He yeah. kind of accepted it. He said he was flattered by the attention. And he claims that, like, he was going through a rough time during that period because his mom was dying and stuff. And so he needed, like... The extra attention. The extra attention from her. It felt good. Yes. She was stroking my ego. She was stroking my ego. The ego was so stroked. Yes. I bet she was stroking more than that. Yep. Yeah. Sarah also, where she had many flings, and then also what was weird that they found on um, Sarah's phone, she had fan fiction. I call it fan fiction because she she basically had notes uh, describing um, her fantasies that she had with Ian. Oh, God. And so I call it fan fiction. (laughs) She wrote notes. She wrote notes. (laughs) <laughs> journaling out her sexual and the desires section, just, just just yes sexual desires and whatever hopes and dreams she had of this relationship she got addicted she was obsessive about it no and she had actually even put a tracker on ian's car a good god so that she could see where he was going so after Ian said all this to the police, the police immediately arrest Sarah. And so in the documentary, you see them busting into her home. <laughs> and she's like half naked in bed. <laughs> she has like no shirt on and just knickers is what she says. Just knickers. And she just has like a blanket covering up her chest, you know. Right. But they just bust in like 3 a.m. into her house. And so you see this. They got the in camera the- on. Yes, they have the camera. And you see it in the documentary. It's pretty cool. And they would black out her boobs or it was England? They well, she just didn't. had, uh, well, she had a blanket covering oh, okay. it, lifting up, but you knew she had nothing on. And she sure. had already said, and she stated later that, that she didn't have anything on. Um, So when they brought her in, she was super, super chill. Like. Mm-hmm. Calm. Like if I was arrested for the murder of. Um, a lover's girlfriend. A lover's girlfriend. I would be like traumatized. So I mean, I would not be chill. At <laughs> I all. would be crying. I'd be crying and upset. She was not like that. 
And I felt like she was almost on drugs. She seemed so like, uh, uh, like that. Just what if she was taking like, like the Nyquil? She had a hard time sleeping. You know what? I bet after murdering somebody, Ambien. you would take something. She was on Ambien. She, she probably did. She take probably Ambien. thought she was like going through a, a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this isn't real. I think she did take something after that, actually. And so, her uh, excuse for the evening. So she said that on the evening of the murder. She left work early because she was ill. Mm-hmm. And she also mentioned that in the middle of the night, she got up because she had to clean up vomit from her dog because he was ill too. So apparently he caught. Well, they caught the same whatever. thing. Yeah. She, he caught whatever she had. Oh, yeah. Because you know? that's common. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. And so that was her excuse for the night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the police did, you know, a search of her home. They found out that the whole place had been bleached. That's a lot of vomit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally bleached. But her place? Her place had been bleached. Why is her place totally bleached? Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? You know, <laughs> I just cleaned up my place with bleach. Mm-hmm. Although I love the smell of bleach. Are you too? Do you? Oh yeah. Oh, I get really God. excited when I hear it, when I, I when I'm doing too. whites. Rex what? loves the smell of bleach too. Mm-hmm. And so I he's fine with it, me doing that all over the mm-hmm. house. Love it. Doing it all over the house. Doing it all I over bleach the house. And then we the bleach house. it. We're bleaching it. We bleach it afterwards. We bleach our nastiness. We bleach our assholes. <laughs> no. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I don't have a reason to. I'm, I'm black. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Okay. Do you? No. I don't. Maybe I should. I don't know. I don't want to look at it. Asshole. We don't have to look at it. Okay. I don't care what yeah. it looks like. So whatever. Sorry. Only porn stars do that. Okay, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So they found uh, one speck of blood. She bleached and she missed the blood? <laughs> she, missed the, she missed one speck of blood. And I'm wondering how What's tiny. Speck? It was in her bathroom. How do you? I don't even know. You have to have some real patience uh, to find the speck of blood. The speck of blood. And so. Oh, man. She missed that in her cleaning. And, and it so, wasn't her blood. So she, so they're taking that uh-huh. in for testing, mm-hmm. for DNA. Um, they also found a phone under Sarah's bed. And they checked that phone. Sarah had called her work in the morning. The okay. chill factor. And then in the evening, she had called Sadie's work. Oh, wow. Yes. And then they also found that she had been calling car dealerships. Okay. Yes. So um, that's what they found in that. They also found CCTV footage, which uh, over in England, there's CCTV. <laughs> They pretty much videotape everything you do. So almost everything is recorded. And so. Wow. Yes, almost everything is recorded, seriously. And I think probably around the world is probably yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. But I just know like CCTV. It's utilized there a lot. Yes. Okay. I mean, I remember when I lived there, there used to be a program where you'd watch. Just, People walking around. Yes. <laughs> and stuff. And so everything is caught okay. on camera. You are not safe, people. Um, and so, uh, in Sadie's neighborhood, they saw a Renault. In the neighborhood. In well, the I guess, neighborhood. I guess there are people that, you know. Yes. I, I record. We have Neighbors. A, we have the ring. Yes. You know, so those are even recorded. Exactly. Yeah. And so you could catch something. Sure. Okay. Right. 
So in her neighborhood. In her neighborhood, uh, CCTV footage showed a Renault Blue Clio, which a Renault is a brand of car. Sure. Uh, there. Which Clio? Is, a Clio? Clio is the type. It, okay. It I want to name a car. I want the car. I want a Clio. Clio. It looks like a Volkswagen Golf. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. Um, what is funny is a Renault. Uh, my brother's first car was a Renault. They have them here? I Not many. That was the only okay. one I've ever seen. Sure. It's a French car maker. Wow. I know. Isn't that funny? That's funny. Okay. It I never so. knew that was a thing. <laughs> but it stuck out in this neighborhood because this neighborhood at Porsches, Jaguars, okay. Mercedes. It was not. Beamers. The same. And then the we have a Renault. <laughs> right, so people recognized it. Yeah, so it like, just there was out. a car. So it sticks out. They're looking at CG, CCTV footage. They're like, this Whose does not this? belong. What does not belong here? Yeah. You know? And so they see that. Um, they also see on the footage um, two women walking. Um, and so they had also tracked that Sarah uh, was in Sadie's neighborhood. They tracked on her phone. During the time the flowers were delivered. So Sarah said, oh, I was there because I was visiting Ian. Because I have been to that home many times because we have fucked in the bed. Oh, Jesus. I have fucked all over the house. I have been there. Okay. Yeah. And so she said she had been in the neighborhood just because she was visiting him. So that's why the phone shows that she was there. Um. But the phone also, uh, not the phone, the CCTV footage also showed that Sarah was with an unknown bald woman in Tesco, which is one of their, like, uh, grocery stores, and she had bought flowers. Mm. Okay. And so then... It's convenient. And then the CCTV footage showed a bald person driving a car, a Renault, Cleo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and driving it to Sadie's house and delivered the flowers. So obviously we know Listen, like she it, was just doing it as like kind of just like um, a mission just to see if like well, how, if she can get to the door. Yes, exactly. Or you know, like see what she looked like, see uh-huh. her home. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it was. And so uh, they find out then that this bald woman uh, is actually Sarah's best friend named Katrina. Kit Walsh. So she goes by Kit. She's a writing instructor and she has alopecia. So that's why we see the bald head. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes they would mistake her as a man when she was really a woman. A writing instructor? She's a writing instructor, like um, a horse riding instructor. Okay, writing. Right. Because at first I thought writing, like W-R. I'm using a pen and paper. Right, a writing instructor. You put an X She's, there. Put an X there. Oh, man. <laughs> X marks. <laughs> yes. And um, she had also had several head injuries. And she lived with Sarah's sugar daddy, David. Mm-hmm. Don't understand that relationship there. Mm-hmm. Don't understand how all of that worked out or whatever. But she lived there. She was best friends with Sarah. And they've been best friends since Sarah was 15 years old. Hmm. And Kit was in her 30s. Mm. So I think that shows some immaturity where are sarah's parents i don't know that's a very good question 
Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. That's very good. They just let her just go on these hanging skis. out with these older. She's like on these ski slopes and riding horses, and they just with didn't strangers. give a fuck with strangers. Come on now. Very good question. Come on now. Um, people described Sarah and Kit's relationship as too close. Yeah. Uh, and so Kit would do anything for Sarah, and so she would do anything. So does that also include murder? Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it was starting to show, like, maybe Kit would do murder for her. And Kit claimed that she had these memory problems. <laughs> right. Very similar to the lead character in Memento. Right. So if you watch the documentary, then she comes in. She acts like she's so feeble and shit. Mm-hmm. And then she says that she has memory problems for, like, she can't remember anything after three days. So After like, three sleeps. Sleep, yes, exactly. So, <laughs> like, do you remember what she said? She said... At- Two sleeps, I'll remember. But three sleeps, I forgot. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I have to write. I have to write everything down. Right. So, so she keeps a journal, and uh-huh. she's like, "If I don't, if I don't uh, write it down, then after three sleeps, I don't even remember it right. happening." Yes, which is so weird. How did you remember? How did you remember to remember? Is what I'm thinking. That's very good. That's a very good question. <laughs> and I mean, how convenient. You're part of a, you're suspect in a murder. Yeah, you all of a sudden don't forget. I and mean, just because you, you don't remember doesn't mean you didn't do it. It like, doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. It means you're more dangerous because you're so. You like, don't remember. Like, you don't get uh, away with it. And so it's so crazy. And so she kept journal. Like she kept it. Well, because she had yeah. to write down everything she constantly. Down. So, so she remember. That she remember. And so she kept notes. And then she also had her notes implicated Sarah into the murder. And, of course, it implicated Sarah. And then she's claiming she didn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And so you have some of the journal entries mm-hmm. that she had mentioned. Okay. So I'll read a few. Okay. Um, and, uh, she has a British... You know tonality to these to this writing. So my I do not. I'm do you want to do the accent? I'm not oh, okay. going to pretend. So I'm probably going to butcher this. It's okay. Um. So she says like September 2014 is like the start of what they show, and it says Sarah came round, so she got caught up in endless murder plots for Ian's other half, and it's just the beginning of like mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. this potential murder, and then right. and then June 2015 it says we're also seriously talking of getting rid. Of her opponent, I agree, is probably a good play. She does seem to be a totally evil bitch. And so she talks about that. Yeah, calling her a bitch. Like, why is she mm-hmm. a bitch? I mean, what? But 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 if Sarah's like, you know, if you know when your man is like talking to somebody else, you're like. When he's talking to somebody bitch. else. Not when he's in a relationship with somebody else. But people go, she's clearly crazy. She's fucking crazy. crazy. She's, she's Yes. Anyway, so August 2015. Wow, I may get to be instrumental in helping remove an awful woman. This may happen. Wow. Look, I'm, she's excited. She said, wow. I'm, she says, I'm unexpectedly excited about it. It was so buzzed, buzzing so much I needed a southern comfort to wind down a bit. So she had a drink. Oh, my God. After Walsh's ex-husband, Kevin Walsh, declined to get involved in anything dodgy, she wrote. I don't know who that guy is. but uh, Kevin Walsh used to be her um, husband. They got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Sarah helped her through the divorce. September 2015, she refers to her thoughts in her diary of a hit on the motorcycle, which was later aborted. Yes, I don't know. She had, um, Sarah had thrown out a, a, like, maybe you could teach me to ride a motorcycle and I could do a hit on a motorcycle. Right. I guess, like, just 
hit her. Hit her. I don't like, know. Drive like, drive by quickly. Right, drive by quickly. I mean, is this a fucking movie or what? Come on now. Like, All come on. Get real, people. She's like, I'm going to one-hand this motorcycle. I know. Like, get real. Anyway, so in October 2015, she says, just buzzing too much over the end of Hunted and all the planning after. Hunting is a show that where people try to hide from being um, hunted from, like, cops and shit. Like, God. Yeah, I How know. terrifying. Exactly. So Sarah has ordered a GPS tracker on my credit card to be delivered here and will give me cash for it. That's fine, as I'm not going to be involved in at the sharp end. And that's when they put the tracker on his phone. Yeah. I mean, not on his phone, on his M um, car. So, yeah. Um... She's talking about it. I mean, she's talking about it in her notes. She's putting it all in her journal. She's very, very, obviously, we see she's excited about it. And she's trying to act like um, she wasn't a willing participant in this. Mm-hmm. And the journal shows that she obviously was excited even about right. this. She even had put like um, a journal entry where she had no moral qualms mm-hmm. about it. And so it shows then that she doesn't even care like um, like she's right like, she's thought about it and she doesn't have an issue with it so she's already dehumanized yes uh, bitch right yeah she's a bitch why uh-huh. is she a bitch and then my whole question also is why do we go after a woman and why don't we go after the man you know it's always the other like it's you always Matt you always believe him right or, but but the thing is is like was he doing anything we don't even know he was he he seemed we don't know no Clearly, it wasn't. I, he was obviously I, talking shit on her because of that letter that she sent to her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had been saying shit like, you know, I can't stand her and her money and blah, 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 which guys mm-hmm. do. Guys do that. Because they do that. But he's not breaking up with her. So obviously, it's not that bad. He's not stuck. He's not leaving her. Yeah, he's not stuck in a relationship. That that letter she sent kind of made it sound like he was stuck, stuck in it. And he didn't know how to get out. She was clearly out of her mind. Exactly. So she wrote this stuff, which incriminated her. And they mm-hmm. the police found that and read it back to her. But she's like, I had to write that down because I don't remember after three sleeps. Right. And but like it didn't get her anyway. No. And then um, can we talk about her bad acting job? How she was documentary? Cry- she was like... <laughs> <gasps> It's like, what is that? So when she comes to like where she supposedly remembers that she was upset, that she was upset and Sarah had something to do with this murder, she starts doing this, oh, oh, uh-huh. and do this fake panic attacks. Yes. And I mean, I've had panic attacks and they do not look like that. Well, the whole thing is, I don't know if, is she really not meant remembering? She's faking. Tamara thinks she's faking it. I don't know. It could be a thing. I mean, if you are being a suspect in a murder, yeah. you're on a fake it, right? Right. Right. I but mean, why she, is she writing everything down? Because she just writes everything down. She's, I mean, Sarah she may like, have memory issues, but I don't think they're as bad as she claims that they mm-hmm. are. You know, mm-hmm. because in her journal. Sarah was a writer as well. Yeah. Apparently, she wrote the letter. <laughs> she wrote the letter. Um, in her in Katrina Kitt's uh, journal, she had ripped shit out, sure, and crossed things out mm-hmm. and stuff. So obviously, she knew things were incriminating, you know. But but she still had stuff incriminating. She's like <laughs> she's like I I wrote down that we murdered her and I ripped that out, but I didn't think the other stuff was no. And I think um she was totally totally just not with it. So she does this. Fake panic attack where she's like, oh, I remember now. 
And if you don't remember, you don't remember. No. This is not something you can recall. No. The journals show that they've been planning this for 18 fucking months. Goodness. Can you can you imagine? And so um they also had uh they took a trip to Germany by ferry to buy a stun gun. Mm. And by ferry, I took a... A stun gun? A well, stun gun. Hello. I, I don't know if you can't buy it in England or something. But what I'm saying, she had the stun gun thing she had in stun her gun. And she wrote, like, in a journal entry that she was very excited. Like, oh, we get a trip to Germany out of this mm-hmm. and get to buy a stun gun. Woo! And then they took, like, a side trip and they um, saw a castle while they were there. Like, this big I, was, I hope they enjoyed castle. some German food. Yeah, I hope hello. you guys enjoyed it while you were there, you yes. know? And so they did that, and she was excited, and they put everything on her credit card, which I think Sarah was probably eventually planning to pin it all on her. Of course. Because everything was put on her credit card. And so I think that's my theory on it. Mm -hmm. And I also, my theory is that when the break-in that Sadie had at her house the year before, I think Sarah did it as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what she was looking for at the time, but I think she did something oh, I agree. during that time. Make her scared. I mean, just a break in maybe. and of itself can scare somebody. Yeah, maybe so. Just to make her scared or whatever. And so Kit was playing dumb and she acted very feeble. She actually had to have like another adult help hold her up while she was like walking and stuff in the uh, police station. You see all that. Like she can barely fucking walk. But then when you see the CCTV footage of the two people walking... Sarah's walking clearly a little bit ahead of the person, but the other person, which we know now is Kit, is just walking fine too. She's not walking like she's sure. like feeble. She has alopecia. She doesn't have a walking issue. No, exactly. Exactly. So whatever, Kit, we don't believe you. It was a horrible acting performance, <laughs> which I have a note. Like horrible. It's not horrible. Oscar worthy. It's not good. So she... Uh, has this panic attack and she's like, I remember now where she told me to hide things. And she told me to hide things, but I had nothing to do with the actual actor. Yeah. Yeah. So she told me to hide the stun gun, the knife, and the key to the Cleo card. Mm -hmm. Car. Sorry, not card. Cleo car. And so the police are like, okay, where is that? And she says it's on this farm. Mm -hmm. And so they take her on this excursion and they go to Cheshire and they go to this farm and buried underneath a a horse poo. (laughs) Horse poop. Horse poo. (laughs) Horse poop. Okay. Buried underneath that is then that. The knife with the blood still on Gee, it. They didn't even wash it off. No. That's what it was like, too. Wipe it off or something? No. There's the knife with the blood still on it. There's the car key mm. to the Clio. And then there's a stun gun that is missing a barb. And so we know that the barb that is they found name? originally when um, Sadie was mm-hmm. killed, they found it in her collar. This mm-hmm. one's missing it. You know? So... Mm. And they do, you know, DNA testing again. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. So it's Sadie's blood on the knife. They also find Sadie's blood had been in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. the speck of blood that was found. Mm -hmm. And so they're able to, um, and then CCTV footage. Collaborates it all. Collaborates it because they're able to show that it was Sarah 
and Kit mm. that both were on the footage there. And so they are charged then, finally, with murder. When I say finally, it's only like a day investigation. Like if you really? watch this documentary. <laughs> yeah, if you watch this documentary, it, the They're police like, were on it. They were seriously they did so well. on it. They did such a good job. And so. Good job, guys. Yeah. So they did a trial. The trial actually lasted six weeks. And so uh, the prosecution actually called the murder demonic. Mm-hmm. And a crime, they said it wasn't a crime of passion, but it was a crime of obsession. Yeah. Which it totally which is was. Passion. Yeah, it was totally was. And so like we said before about like um, everything that linked them to the murder. And so on August of 2016, both of them were found guilty. Sarah Williams, um, she has a minimum of 30 years. Okay. And Katrina Walsh has a minimum of 25 years. So they get that amount and then they get to go to parole board and, and see. try to reapply. Yeah. So hopefully they, they don't. That's sick. Um, my whole thing is also like. Because Sarah won't be that old. No. No, she can still live a life out there. Right. I mean, she took the life of a lady that age. Right. Katrina was super happy about it and everything. You know, like, I don't think she has any, I don't think she feels sorry for it. Right. I think both of them probably don't feel sorry for it. Uh, Ian, my whole thing is he brought this person into their relationship Mm -hmm. and everything. His, um, I read some interviews with him after the murder. He says he feels horrible and stuff about it. Uh, the family, Sadie, will not talk to him, obviously. Right. He said, he tries to make himself like a... Like an innocent victim. Yeah, like a victim. He goes, I sold my house to move in with her, and she promised me that she would take care of me. And so in her will, I'm not mentioned. And... What? Yes. And he's saying he's upset about that. She got murdered. I know. That's what I'm like, too. He, she got murdered because of you. Do you not because understand that? Because you invited a, a person who yeah, was unstable. Exactly. Into your relationship. Into, exactly. Exactly. And you saw. And you didn't the, take care of her. No. Because you were not committed. <sighs> no. Unless that was something you guys had agreed upon. No, it wasn't agreed okay. upon at well. all. So no. So, and then he's saying, you know, that's shit. And mm-hmm. I was just like, shut the fuck up. That's what asshole. he's worried about. You fucking asshole. Yeah, worried about not being taken care of. He said, like, when the prosecution, like, I guess someone from the jury asked if he was in the will, and the prosecution said no during the trial. And he said that's the first time he ever heard, like, that he wasn't part of it. And he said then he was so upset because Sadie had promised that she would take care of him. What a brat. I mean, you're a fucking ass. You brought this person to the life uh, your life like she would not be dead if it wasn't because of you i understand being like shit like i, I need too. that money disappointed but, but here's the thing like that's not no would not be i would still be devastated of the loss of this the person yes M- more i think i would understand then okay i'm not going to be part of i'm not going to get anything mm-hmm. even though she was wealthy and she had all this money if you're cheating get- on her you yes. don't deserve it Right. Even if he claims like he wasn't, which I don't believe, but he claims that he wasn't and he was just texting this girl or whatever. And it's still a, a, it doesn't matter. It's still a cheat. It's still cheating. And he claims that he wasn't leading her on. 
which I think he was, obviously. We saw the text. Yes, he kept talking to her and stuff. Uh, That's leading her on. You're talking to her. She's Mm -hmm. thinking something could happen. She's clearly thinking something. She's told you she's thinking something. Uh, Yeah. So, no, Ian, I don't You were lucky you got taken care of the length of time you did. Yeah, Ian, just shut the fuck up. Shut up. up. Shut the fuck up. Be glad that you weren't charged with murder Make your own money. Yeah, exactly. And just live your life. Take care of yourself. Live your life and shut the fuck up. Exactly. But how tra- tragic. For it's the daughters, tragic. the girls were very upset. Her daughters were very, obviously. Her, her very daughter upset. was very upset because now, you know, she said, like, she's planning this wedding mm-hmm. and she doesn't have her mom with her. Which is sad. She had a son. He is upset because, he, you know, he's not going to have his mom with him and everything, you know. And it's sad, and especially looking at them and stuff. And then um, seeing her, and she's so, she's so pretty, especially mm-hmm. compared to... I don't want to be like comparing people, but uh, Sadie compared to Sarah, Sadie is really pretty. Right. Even though they have a 30 year age difference. So whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's sad all the way around Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so, you know. Don't be with a guy that cheats on you. Yeah. Don't be willingly with a guy that cheats on you, you know. Unless you work it out. But you know what? After, okay, what I have to say also, after that letter that was sent to Sadie, I would have broke up with that guy. Because I read the letter and I was just like, I would break up with him after I read that because he was talking so much shit. I can tell he was talking so much shit on her. I wouldn't. I'd have to read it. Okay, we'll we'll read it. And I I will make a link to that for you guys um, to read it because... You need to. Yeah, and I would like to know people's opinions on yeah. it. If you what think you it's think? so shitty, uh, I think it is. What do you so, think, guys? Let us know. Let us know. And, um, you know, you can always email us at official what the F podcast. And be sure to check us out on social. Official what? Let's say official what the f podcast at gmail.com at gmail.com and on social. Yeah, I'm sorry. Platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Yes. And um, rate us five stars Mm -hmm. on iTunes. Please rate us five five stars. You're listening to this already. Rate us five stars. If you think we suck. Send us the email and, and let, let us, us know, know why. why. Oh, man. But don't rate us. But don't, don't rate us, us like a one or something. Maybe we can improve. We can improve. <laughs> well, we are always improving. And we you are. are always improving. We're a new podcast. Come on. People. Anyway, we anyway. love you and we appreciate you. We do. You. We appreciate you guys listening so much. And we have fun doing this. We so. do. I love it. So thank you so much. And you have a great night. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.